In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we are doing Hypnosis Q&A Part 4. Now, we're on the fourth episode of this because there have been a lot of questions. So if you've not listened to episodes one to three, you can jump back before or after this one and take a listen. Uh, it doesn't matter what order you listen to them in. We're just answering a bunch of questions. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're here, back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. I am so happy that you're here today. I'm happy that you're here, Matt. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Thanks, Just man. hanging out. Taking care of all my technical needs and I'm just uh, pushing buttons, drinking needs, and whatever you know. <laughs> yeah, I really, whatever uh, else. I, I, I yeah. really wetted your whistle with that <laughs> yeah, one. That, yeah, that salted caramel stuff was something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that. Hey, you gotta try something new every once in a while. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's quite pungent. It stings the nostrils. <laughs> well, I did see you had some tequila over there. There's well, so long as we've got some time to kill, I think I'll have a beer. We don't have no beer, just tequila. <laughs> What's tequila? It's like beer. Is it fattening? Fattening? Forget it. If it's like beer, we'll have some. Three tequilas. Sure, sure, amigos. Enjoy yourselves. Try not to get into too much. Try not to get into too much troubles, okay? Here it is. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, we haven't heard that one in a while. No, we have not. That's awesome. Such we, had a, we had to revisit that one yep. for sure. Just yeah, folks, we're here in the podcast, your voice, <laughs> Southfield Studios, hanging out, maybe have a tequila, who knows? Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I haven't heard uh, that drop it forever. I know. I, I totally kind of forgot about it until I brought up tequila. So, um, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, wherever you're listening, whatever platform, where you know, wherever you get the show, um, Stitcher, I tunes spotify google play, google play wh wherever you're listening because we're available on all the platforms connect subscribe like join whatever it is on your platform that right. makes sure you get our show when it drops every tuesday and thursday Please. and the most important thing is leave a review that would that would be tremendous i'd love for you to leave a review in fact what i may do at some point and i don't know how if, if i can wrangle these from all the platforms but uh you know, maybe giving something away for people to leave reviews. You could. Not like it's a bribe, but, uh, you know, I, I'll just have to figure out how to how to collate that information. I have an idea for you. We'll okay. talk about it after the fact. Absolutely. We can do that. All right. Yeah, so folks, uh, yeah, leave a review. That would be fantastic. It's uh, time. Is it? Okay. It is. Yay. How winning is done. 
All right, go for it. So with Winner of the Week, folks, we, we, we do a lot of animal stories because we love animals. You yes. know, um, In case you love animals, too, uh, Animal Talk Radio. You know, Animal Talk is... Uh, is on it's, hiatus? It's not just on... It's not hiatus, but there's a few things that have happened over the past uh, couple of weeks. And yeah. uh, Jamie, who was one the host of the show, yeah. he's been interviewing authors and... Oh, other, nice, and, nice. And, and product specialists in that industry, if you will. Nice. And, uh, there was uh, one interview that he did with uh, Mushrooms mushrooms for dogs and oh, animals and really there's a they, there's a doctor vet out there that is creating these mushrooms for now when you say mushrooms these psychedelics psychedelics really? but, they're, but they're specific for certain things whether it be for old age for arthritis oh, you know so they, wow so that's that super interesting yeah. so yeah it's one of the interviews that he just did a few weeks back on the oh, animal nice. talk radio yeah. podcast yeah so. so check that out animal talk radio podcast give a plug for jamie and matt for uh, animal talk and uh Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we do a lot of animal stories. This is one of them because, again, we love animals. Oh, all animals, Dan. Yes, all animals. Well, not maybe all. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Go on. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Um, Spelunkers in Missouri discovered a missing dog inside a cave. Yes. Spelunkers? Spelunkers. Okay. Spelunkers. Okay, these are people that are yes. spelunking? people spelunking. Okay, I thought the I thought the animal's name was Splunkers. I was like, <laughs> that's fantastic. That would be a great name. <laughs> Come on, Splunk. So, and, and honestly, I guess there might be caves everywhere, but I'm thinking Spelunkers in Missouri. Where, you know, right. What kind of cave? Well, apparently there are caves in Missouri. So right. anyway, Spelunkers in Missouri discovered a missing dog inside a cave over the weekend. Get this, nearly two months after the dog disappeared. Two, two so, months. So the dog was splunking itself for two months? He might have been. I don't know if he had equipment or not, but, you know. <laughs> he might have had a harness on. Who knows? How do you know when the dog wanted to go up high? <laughs> it say roof, roof. <laughs> <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven. Oh. That's awesome. Go on. Yeah. All right. So the dog was missing for two months and they found him. What if he wanted to climb a tree? Uh, well, Bert! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, you, st- you, went down, started, you started yeah, down started this road. This. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> so dog was missing for two yes, months. Yes, right, dog, they dog found was him. missing All for right. two months. Two months. Okay. Rick Haley, one of the rescuers who located the dog while caving in Perry County, described the circumstances as a feel-good story of survival. Haley, a trained cave rescuer, was inside the Tom Moore cave system. Uh, interesting how Tom Moore cave system was was uh, named. Tom Moore. Tom Moore cave system. I wonder I mean, if his was name was Tom Moore that, that did he discover the caves? Did I think he... his name was Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Tom Moore cave system overseeing a sump pump when he was alerted to the dog named Abby. Okay. Fox 2 Kansas City reported. The cave system is about 24.5 miles long. Oh, my goodness. And is the second longest in Missouri. Haley wrote on Facebook that he and fellow caver Jerry Keene facilitated the cave rescue of Abby, who he described as not in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Two months in a cave, no sunlight. Not in good shape. Not Boy, in, yeah. that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It's yeah. funny that the dog's name is Abby and not Lucky. Right, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so not in good shape. 
We packaged the dog in a duffel bag with her head sticking out, Haley wrote. This was pr to protect her and the rescuers as she would likely struggle. Mm -hmm. We moved her 500 feet to a very tight, awkward vertical climb, handing her hand-to-hand -hand upward to the surface. Oh, my goodness. Staley said Abby was cooperative during the entire rescue. <laughs> After reaching the surface... Beale Assistant Fire Chief Robert Cahoon helped the rescuers go door knocking in search of Abby's owner, whom they eventually found and reunited with their four-legged friend, the report said. <laughs> That's not my dog. That's not what it looked like when it left. <laughs> this dog's a totally different color. <laughs> the microchip says. My dog's not black. <laughs> I had a white dog. My dog was in great shape. <laughs> she, when I Why is she so her. skinny? <laughs> <laughs> what in blazes are you talking about wow abby all right <laughs> why does she smell like mold <laughs> why is she uh, in the duffel bag <laughs> so, so Haley wrote that abby's owner said she went missing on june 9th and hadn't been seen since oh man he said the owner was appreciative later returned to the cave site with ice cream for the rescuers <laughs> so abby's owner brought him back ice cream the, the, the rescuers that's kind of cute so here's, there's one more paragraph. It's a very short one, but but what's your what's your question that comes up when I read this story? Uh, what's the okay? Why was the dog in the cave in the first place? How did the dog get there? How that the would be one there? of them. Yes. That, that to me that wasn't the first thing I came up with, but that's a good one. Okay. Uh, so another question that might pop into my mind is, where did the owner just give up, disappeared, and not look? Yeah, see, that's that's a good question. When I say it, you'll probably hear it. So All the right. dog was gone. He, dog was in the cave for two months. Two months. How did it survive? Um, bats. <laughs> Rescuer said it was completely dark inside the cave, uh -huh. as you might imagine. Yeah, a cave underground. There's going to be no light. It's it's blackness. Right. And while it was unclear how Abby survived for so long. There was a presence of running water, fish, and crustaceans inside the cave. Wow. Fish? And so she survived on a uh, seafood yeah, diet. Yeah, she, she survived on fish, crustaceans, and the running water in the cave. Wow. Good for Abby. I mean, that's some resourceful dog. Right. No fire, no nothing. Yeah, Didn't nothing. have a flint at all. No, no, to... no, she, yeah. <laughs> no. She didn't have any rations packed when she left house. But here's a, could, dogs can see... In the dark, can they not? I, I don't know about that. See, I know we know cats can. Really? Uh, cats can see, you know, they have their whiskers and the, they have sensory perception in the dark. Okay. Not, and I have to look it up on, on, on dogs. And see okay. If they have, I don't know about that. But, but even if they can, even if the dog could see a little bit. Right. But their olfactory senses. Right. Abby could well, the smell. Well, no, she, the, could, she could Definitely smell she fish. could smell food. Yes. She could probably smell, smell water. water. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yes. And, and dogs are, are yeah. Definitely proficient in sniffing and smelling. Yes. yes. So yeah. So, wow. so so Abby survived for two months in a cave. I wouldn't survive two days in a cave. <laughs> I mean, and that shows you the difference between dogs and humans. Right. Well, I might humans survive. would just shut down and and you know. I, I might survive three or four if I had fish and crustaceans with water. Well, yeah, but the whole thing is how do, how do you get them? Like that's the whole thing. I mean, she had to she had to catch them. Well, yeah, but she was still not in good shape. No, right. So they probably fought. <laughs> she got flipped hit by flippers constantly or fins she got hit by tail fins constantly oh my goodness yeah that's crazy that's a great story though abby spent yeah, yeah, two abby. months in a cave and survived 
on fish, crustaceans, and water, and was finally found and reunited. So mm. definitely a great, great story. That's how winning is done. Yeah, Dan said that you have to uh, meet Daisy. Uh, I don't know who Daisy is, Dan. All right. Yeah, it's crazy. Is that an animal or a human? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we'll find out. Go on. Yeah, okay, yes. Um, so let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. We didn't cover that yet in this episode. Oh, it's uh, his, my website. It's his, it's his dog. Oh, cool, cool. All right. my, my website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Uh, my social media links, Facebook and YouTube, are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all Motor City Hypno. That's H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, on every episode, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide. It's a two-page PDF that I wrote. It just kind of explains and gives you the basics of hypnosis, what it is, what it's not. Clears up some myths and misconceptions. And that link, you just click on it. You'll be able to download it for free. Absolutely free. Yay! And wherever you're listening, I know I've said this about the, uh, you know, uh, on the podcast, um, uh, just leave a review. Yeah, we mentioned that, but uh, that, that'd be fantastic. Wherever you're listening, leave a review. That would be very helpful. Yes, please. So, back to it. So we're talking about questions, yes. Q&A about hypnosis. All right, so um, this is part four. We are. Part so four. Is this going to be the last part, and will we revisit I, at I, a later date? We, we we might come back because there's always questions about hypnosis. And here's yeah. the thing. I mean, we're on, I think, episode 179 right now of the show. Right. And we did a Q&A on hypnosis way back. I think we, we might have been in still like episode 20, 21, 22. So, so people sometimes won't go back that far looking for stuff. Sometimes they might. And, and if you do, that's great. We have tons of shows going way back. So... um Bless you. Matt just sneezed because yeah. he just... Uh, I, I muted, muted my him. microphone. He did mute. Yes. He muted himself, so yeah. he's, he's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you might not go back and look through 170-something episodes, but, but if you do, that's great. But for some people, this is the first time they've heard any kind of questions answered about hypnosis. Mm-hmm. So, so we, yeah, we may come back to this, I don't know, some, sometime later in the future when there's some, we address different questions and give different answers. Go for it. Yeah. So let's start. Um, can you get stuck in hypnosis? This is a big myth. And I say, I'm saying myth because the answer is unequivocally no. Why do I have this habit of doing the same thing every day? That hypnotist. Yeah, that's... Why do I black out and not remember what I did to the dog? It's crazy. You cannot get stuck in hypnosis. Now, this this goes back to movies, TV. I and I I say this at my shows a lot because that's one of the big misconceptions I always like to clear up before I ask for volunteers. Is that listen, you'd have no reason to fear this. You cannot get stuck in hypnosis. Right. I can't make you do anything you don't want to do. That doesn't exist. That's all fabrication made up from movies and TV over the years. Right. Because hypnosis used to be this strange, weird, people thought it was some kind of magical or demonic or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, people have a lot of negative connotations to it. So you cannot get stuck. And I think the, the one movie that really freaked people out was Get Out. You've seen that movie? Yes, I have. With the teacup and mm-hmm. the guy gets locked into this black box and mm-hmm. can't get out. And right. Because he was in hypnosis yes, and yes. stuck in that and, little and, black and box. You can't get stuck. It, 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 it's, it, it just doesn't happen. Um, and that 
when I saw that, I'm like, oh, geez, people are just going to yeah. flip out and not, we be go. scared about hypnosis. And yeah. I, I get it for storytelling purposes. You, you know, speaking, that's fine. Speaking of Jordan Peele. Yes. Uh, my partner person and I went and saw the movie. Nope. Did you? New Jordan Peele yep. flick that yep. just dropped not uh, a couple weeks back. It, it was it was Jordan Peele. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Jordan Peele yeah, flick. Yeah, just typically yeah. wild and it was. weird and yes. just unexpected. To get Out, and then the other movie that it had was Us. Yes, Us was, was the other one. Yes, yeah. so very all three very interesting perspectives uh-huh. and movies and stories. Right. So Yep. I liked them. So so you cannot get stuck. And, and I always say to people, it, uh, I use this example when I, when I do my introduction to stage shows. You know, if I were to hypnotize 30 people on stage and then just run off stage and go home Mm -hmm. they're not going to be sitting there eight hours later drooling (laughs) you know at some point what is this westworld two three four minutes later they might think where'd he go i guess i can get up and go home yeah you know it's it's you you just you can't get stuck it just doesn't happen and in this fear that people have that well what if i get stuck and i can't wake up well you technically you're not really asleep you're Mm -hmm. we we use the term sleep but but it's not really sleep it's like being in a twilight uh right so so here's the thing. If you were daydreaming at home and your smoke alarm went off, mm-hmm. you would immediately get up, get and, up and check things out. Right. Same thing with hypnosis. You know, if something came up or something, you, you, you could choose just to, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. good. Even if the hypnosis is still working with you, you still had that choice to do that. Fair enough. So you cannot get stuck in hypnosis. Okay, the, the, this this one opens a little a few can of worms because this is this usually is a question after can I get stuck? Mm-hmm. Can hypnosis go wrong? I would say yes, it can. And let me tell you why. And this is not. This has to do with the practitioner, the hypnotist, not hypnosis itself. Okay. So it's like saying, can medicine go wrong? Well, sure. Yeah, it's because of the prescriber. They're, they're, yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a human, you know, fallibility factor mm-hmm. that that if somebody is somebody is doing this, and they don't know what they're doing, it could lead to some emotional reactions, emotional damage. Yes. So. I, I, I will give you an example, and, and we actually did this. We actually did a show way back when. It's probably in the first 20, 30 episodes we did Okay, uh, when hypnosis goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep, I do remember I'll give that. you a quick recap. Hypnosis did a show at James Madison University. He decided instead of getting volunteers, he would just kind of work with the whole crowd, a couple hundred kids. couple hundred. couple hundred kids. Yes. Which is not a bad, I mean, I, I can't say that in itself is bad, because a lot of times if I have small crowds, I will you know, I will just see who's responding well and use them. Mm-hmm. So, so that's not unheard of. So here's what happened though. And I'll, 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 I'll make it very concise. Some, somebody started having an emotional reaction. They, they, they got into that relaxed state. They, they had some kind of an emotional reaction. It could have been a memory. It could have been a trigger for something. And they started crying. Mm-hmm. They had an emotional reaction and the people around them, it freaked them out. They started reacting. Oh boy! And it was kind of like this this like wildfire domi- like dominoes. dominoes. Yes. Yeah. And soon, uh, you know, many of this couple hundred kids were freaking out. And then the, by that time, the hypnotist was trying to 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 put out all these fires. Remind me, was it high school students or college students? College students. All right. Yes. So not so much college tweeners, students. but right, right, right. So so in that case, here's the thing. It, the, 
and, and here's where, and I will guess, and I don't know, this is speculation. I want to make this clear because I wasn't there. I only read the story. Mm-hmm. I only have the facts that are in the story. My guess is that the pre-talk wasn't sufficient to explain to everybody there, listen, you can't get stuck. Right. You know, sometimes people may have an emotional reaction because they've never been that relaxed. They've never, right. I've, I've had clients in my office that I see for anxiety, for example. A couple particular recent ones within the last year where we, we, we did hypnosis. And once they got into that relaxed state, it was just a flood of emotions, like right. just a breakdown because they never let these out. Mm. And now that their mind was relaxed, right. it, it's, it's almost like a purge. It's the, a purge of emotion. The walls came down. The walls came down yeah. and they were able to let this out. So, so th- and that's a good thing. It's not necessarily a good thing when you're in a crowd of people for an entertainment show. <laughs> Correct. So the other thing is that that's a good thing if somebody's able to let those emotions out in a controlled environment where they're safe. Right. In a crowd of people where everybody starts freaking out as well. Mm-hmm. So 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 it can go wrong and, and I would say it just depends. A couple things to look at when you're looking for a hypnotist. Whether you're doing stage or clinical, just know this. Hypnotists are certified. There's no licensure licensure mm-hmm. for hypnotists. Depending on the state that you're in? Depending on the state you're in. I still don't think some states some states limit the usage of the term hypnotherapist because the therapist okay. in that term indicates you're a mental health professional. Got it. Thank you. So like in Florida, you can't call yourself a hypnotherapist unless you have a mental health license. Most states don't have those requirements, and you'll have to look at your state. So here's the thing. You can hire a hypnotist, but it doesn't mean it, they, they've been certified by somebody somewhere, but there are hundreds of, of organizations giving certifications. In fact, I'm giving one, Motor City Hypnosis Academy. You'll get a certification from us mm-hmm. when you're done saying, I've completed 40 hours of this training program, and I'm certified. Now, that certification might mean nothing to somebody you know, in you know, Montana. Right. It, it because it they might not they might not know who my organization is. Sure. Let let me uh, let me take this question. Can hypnosis go really wrong? And yes. let me cuz we are, you said yes, but yes. in a in a entertainment setting. So let me ask the question. Can yes. hypnosis go really wrong in a one-on-one session? In the same way, yes, because let's say that somebody has that emotional purge. What we we call it an ab reaction. That's okay. the term for it. Somebody who gets into that relaxed state of mind and, and they're all of a sudden have a memory or, or emotions that, that suddenly flood out. Mm-hmm. So it depends because let's say that somebody got in that relaxed state and they remembered a, a traumatic memory like abuse as a child. Okay. Um, as, as a mental health professional, you're, you're kind of equipped to kind of guide somebody through that trauma and talk about it. A hypnotist may not be mm-hmm. if you're not if you don't have a mental mental health training. So here's the thing: it can go wrong. It depends on the practitioner and who you're seeing, and that's why you need to ask questions and be safe and secure with with the person that you're seeing, whether it be a show or whether that's in a clinical setting. So I will say this: just to clarify, hypnotists are certified. Not all of them are licensed. In fact, a majority are not licensed to practice mental health. Okay. So just know that. Thank Some you. are. I have, a, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's degree in counseling. I'm licensed by the state of Michigan to perform therapy. I'm a licensed professional counselor. Mm-hmm. I renew my license every three years as required. We do 
uh, uh, CE CE credits, continuing mm-hmm. education credits. So we're trained as mental health professionals. Most hypnotists are not. So just be aware of that. I'm not saying they, they can't put on a good show. My good friend is, is um, uh, he, he is strictly, he just strictly does entertainment. He's a great hypnotist. He sees clients. He's great with them. He doesn't have a mental health degree, mm. but he's still good. I, I would recommend him because he's effective and he knows what he's doing. Fair. So just, just so you're aware of that, you can make an, an educated choice on who you want to hire. Next question. <laughs> this is a funny one. Uh-huh. Do you believe hypnosis is demonic? And if so, why? You are getting very, very sleepy. You will do what I say. What in blazes are you talking about? I ain't listening to you no more. So here's the thing. There's a lot of religious, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing religion as a whole. There are a lot of religious opinions out there that somehow hypnosis is demonic or evil sure that it's mind control that that jesus wouldn't like it (laughs) here's the thing everybody in the world goes through hypnosis every day if you've if you've been engrossed in a book or a movie to the point where everything else gets blocked out Uh that's a state of hypnosis right if you're focused on driving and you get to your location and you don't remember Mm-hmm. Your last 15 minutes of driving, right? You're, that's you're, in the state of hypnosis. Your subconscious was in control. Right. That's why you didn't wreck or go off the road. Right. So you've seen that documentary based on a true story called The Exorcist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or is that uh, a yes. mockumentary? Ah. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I it, it's not it's not demonic it's not anti-religion in fact most major religions incorporate some form of hypnosis mm-hmm. catholics um I, what were you raised catholic i was so the rosary mm-hmm. what is that explain what that is very quickly i will do the best i can well, because yeah. i'm not currently i, I was not raged catholic but yeah. but i so the rosary you have to say your hail marys yes. you know on every bead yes. and then you have to say your our father yep. at a specific point in time yep. and but there is more to the rosary than what i know right um but you have to do the hail mary for every bead yep. that's on that rosary that's itself. on the rosary yep. so think about that you're you're counting beads and repeating a phrase over and over again think about meditation mm-hmm. some people have a, a um oh what's it called i'm trying to th- they have a word that they say over and over again Amen. maybe they're katra <laughs> it's I, I, I there's a term for it and i'm probably using the wrong term for it because right. i'm i'm I don't know why I can't think of my meditation terms. It's just escaped me right now. But like a katra or something that you say over and over again. Now, have you ever repeated a word over and over again until it doesn't seem like a word anymore? Actually, I, I, yeah. I may have. I may not even realize yeah. I do it. Yeah. I, I, I used to do that as a kid. I would just say a word over and over in my head till I'm like, does that, does that even exist? Is that really a word? <laughs> measure. So, but, measure. But that's measure. a katra. It's, it, it, it's something that you say. So the rosary is a form of hypnosis. You're, mm. you're counting and you're, you're reciting the same words over and over again. Mm. That's putting you in a state of mindfulness of what you're doing. Right. Everything else is blocked out. Right. You know, most Protestants believe in, in prayer and in, in commun- communion with God. That's a form of hypnosis. You're, you're isolated and in, in, in speaking to God in your own, everything else gets blocked out. So mm-hmm. most religions, Eastern religions, all believe in some sort of meditation mm-hmm. or, or some enlightenment. Prayer equals meditation in some yeah. 
religions. I, I yes. think in, in most religions, that, that, is a, that is a form of hypnosis. Mm -hmm. If you're focused in on doing something and that's locked in and everything else gets locked out, that's a form of hypnosis. So wow. no, it's not demonic, it's not evil. In fact, you're doing it, you probably don't even know it if, right. if that's something that you believe. Right. Can you imagine doing the rosary and driving at the same time? How, how focused would you end up being driving? Right, you're doing the rosary at the same time. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's a great that's a great. But that's great also point. that's also a great form of relaxation if you are, let's say, you're trying to quit smoking, you're trying to change your focus while you're driving because smoking in the car mm -hmm. is a habit. Yes, this is something absolutely. So you have to do something with your hands. Yep. Right. So yep. doing the rosary could actually probably help you quit smoking while you're driving. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're replacing a good habit for in, in place of the bad habit. Right. Um, and that's why I say to a lot of people, like I just, I just saw a client yesterday who just, th the reason they came in for hypnosis, they wanted to drink, to stop drinking pop. Huh. I, I've seen numerous clients over the years for that exact reason. Cheers. I'll drink water. Yes, absolutely. And I, I tell them from this, I, this part of the suggestion is you're just gonna, you're gonna love water. Mm -hmm. When, when you feel like you want something, it's, it's water you reach for. Mm -hmm. There's no connection with, with pop anymore. It, it, it's like, it doesn't even exist in your mind. Nice. So, yeah, definitely. You, you're, you're replacing something healthy uh, with the bad habit that you're trying to get rid of. Go for it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Is that, you have one more? This is a good one. Can hypnosis be used to make someone high in place of drugs or alcohol? Dude. Yes, because in my adult shows, Whoa. I will not be doing this at the state fair, by the way. <laughs> in my adult shows, I do a bit. I do a routine where I make people Whoa. drunk. Whoa. I will say, I mean, yeah. I'll say, everybody, put your shot glasses out. Do a shot, you know. And <laughs> wow. I'll say, with every shot you take down, you feel that. And I describe the physical, like, yeah, you feel that that burn in your throat, and that heat radiates in your chest as it goes down, and <laughs> and, and and you just start to feel that that buzz in your head and oh, that that goodness. tingling in your fingers. And so I describe all the the, the characteristics, the physical characteristics of being drunk. In fact, uh, one of my adult shows, I, I I haven't done an adult show in a while, but one of the last ones I did, I had a volunteer on stage, and I said, oh, and she was, I mean. But just you could barely walk tipsy. Yeah. 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 Just like I, I said, you're drunk, man. You'd never pass a sobriety test. I said, everything in cops here. This guy raises his hand. He comes up on stage, gives her sobriety test. Oh, my she goodness. She flat out fails. Here's the great thing, man. It was her husband. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. I had no idea. So she was hypnotized yes, to, be to believe drunk. she was drunk. And her husband came up and gave yes, her the sobriety, sobriety test, test on stage. And she failed. And, and and she failed miserably. But but the thing, great thing is, I when I said, hey, you know, I said, would, would this person fail? And he goes, oh, that would definitely be cuffing her and put her in the car. <laughs> it, and and I and, and everybody like the one table was cracking up. And he and he says he just kind of leaned into me and says, that's my wife. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this what's is the perfect. Chance? What's the what are this the chances? And see, and that's a great thing about doing shows. Something like that comes up that you can't. Right. I mean, you, you could can't set script, it up. You can't but script that. You can't You're, script that. And that's what makes shows so interesting. You just have no idea sometimes what's going to happen. That's or, great. Or what's going to be. But yeah, I definitely think you, you can you can make people's minds. And here, here's, here's the whole thing. Being drunk or being high, it's it's, it's mind altering. It's altering the, the, the chemistry in your brain. Mm -hmm. We can do the same thing with hypnosis. That's the same thing we do when we're, when we're rewiring subconscious thinking. If you feel good and you feel high... Then, then your body's going to react to that. Mm. So definitely, we can 
we can make someone feel high or feel drunk in place of drugs or alcohol. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it, you know, there's always, I'm always safe with my clients, with my volunteers and my clients. I would never, are getting very I would never sleepy. make them feel drunk and then send them on their way to drive. Right, right, right. You right. know, um, and, and that's the important thing about stage hypnosis as well. Let me add this right at the end here. I always remove suggestions. I always make sure people are okay before they leave my stage. Good. And I see a lot of hypnotists, they'll just end their show. And I'm like, wait a minute. you They've just been responding to you for an hour. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, that they could still be in a heightened state of suggestibility leaving. And that doesn't mean that, that anything bad's going to happen, but it could. Mm -hmm. So I, I always, I make sure I remove all the suggestions. I, I see everybody individually as they leave the stage to make sure they're right. aware and, and with it and, and healthy and alert. Yeah. So cool. That is hypnosis Q and a folks. Um, if you have any, any other questions, let me know by, by social media, I'd be happy to answer them there, or we can, you know, we'll come back to this in another later episode and, and answer some different questions. All right, folks, be safe. Laugh hard. Change your thinking. I see. I can't. I got sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, here. you're so focused. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time. Oh, don't forget. Join me up on Ogemaw County Fair, the 16th of the 20th, up in West Branch, Michigan. Showtimes Wednesday through Saturday, 6, no, 7 and 9 p.m. 7 to 9 p.m. every day. Come and see me. All right, folks. See you soon.